Welcome to the Travel and Transformation Show with me, your host, Sophia, and my guest, Francis Helena. Francis, thank you so much for being with me today. I really appreciate it. So why don't you tell the audience just a little bit about you, and then I'm going to ask you a bunch of stuff. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Miss Sophia, for having me. Hi, everyone. Um, so I'm Frances Helena. Um, I have been traveling since I was a kid, so I'm now 32. So I've literally traveled since before I could walk. So, and it's just kind of just in me just to go to new places, see different things. And yeah, I just love it. It's just always been a part of me. So, <laughs> well, that's so cool that you've been traveling for so long. So I'm assuming that a good deal of the travel you did with your parents. So like, what was it that had them traveling all over the place? Um, so my dad was a engineer, and so he was one of the project managers for the Twin Towers in Malaysia, which was one of the uh, tallest buildings in the world back in 1997. And this was way before smartphones. So we, you know, it's so different nowadays how people engage with people. They engage through people, you know, through social media, all this sort of stuff. But, you know, back then you actually had to, like, talk to people people actually have a conversation and so that's how we ended up going everywhere just yeah <laughs> well that's interesting because actually I've been to Malaysia I have seen the Twin Towers they are beautiful <laughs> I actually have a picture with them in the backdrop so kudos to your dad <laughs> <laughs> for being a project manager on that so when when we were talking a little bit before and then we're gonna just bring the audience in on this where are some of the places that you've lived? I'm sure I was born in the Philippines and then um, I've basically lived in Hong Kong and then we moved to Singapore and then we did the Philippines and then we went to Australia. So I'm, back, I'm actually in Australia at the moment. I live here and then we moved back to Hong Kong and then we ended up in Malaysia for the Twin Towers, I think three years. And then we ended up moving back to Australia and then I think Mexico. Um, then we moved back to Malaysia and then China. And then since then, yeah, Australia. So I've been in Australia since I was 12, but I had moved to New Zealand as well. Um, I did three-week student exchanges in Laos and in Germany. And I'm hoping to move to the other side of the world soon. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. So you have been a ton of places. and But the cool thing is that you've been able to immerse yourself in all these different places because it's where you were actually living and that was your home base for the time. So how was it for you adjusting to all these different cultures every time you had to move? Um, I think it was just a social norm, really. Like we just got so used to it, um, you know, moving around and, you know, we, and, and yeah, back then no smartphones. So you had to talk to people. You had to literally go to their houses and actually meet people. And then, you know, if I go to school, cause most of the schools I went to was um, international school. So mm. um, a lot of the kids um, 
their their parents were working in the country and everything, so they'd be living there. But you know, we would also it wasn't just like say um, a bunch of Caucasian kids at the school or foreign kids. It was like you know we had all different sorts of friends, Malay friends, Chinese friends, Muslim friends, and so that was the way how we all engaged. But also, you know, they taught us. Um, they have like language subjects at the school. So when I went to school in Malaysia, the main languages were taught at school were um, Bahasa, um, which is Malay, and mm-hmm. also um, Mandarin, so Chinese, and so, you know, and English as well. So, you know, but, and there were certain people, you know, most of the people we grew up with spoke up to four or five languages, which was pretty normal. So for us, it was just really all about you know, going to people's houses, especially, you know, eating different food, like food was definitely a way to um, bring people together. And, you know, you just, you you would just, you know, you kind of really had no choice, really, because it was kind of like, if you were just in your little shell, like, what were you going to do? You know, people, you, um, you know, people had no other ways to really communicate with people, because it wasn't like, I'll send you a text message. And then, you know, no, you actually had to not knock on the door and actually come <laughs> over and actually say hi and tell them how your day was. So that was really how we um, got to be involved. But my dad was always, um, my dad's actually uh, Australian. So he would always say, you know, to try, to try new things, meet new people. So because of him, we were really, um, you know, I was really fascinated about meeting new people and learning about who they were and where they were from. So, yeah. So how many languages do you speak? Um, I'm not as fluent anymore because here in Australia, we just speak English, you know, but other people do speak other languages too. But I think at least I, for me, um, Tagalog, which is uh, the main language of the Philippines. And then I took it upon myself to learn uh, my mother's languages. So my mom speaks up to four dialects. So I understand at least one of them and can speak maybe like the basics. So that's called Zambal. And then um, over the years, I kind of, my Malay wasn't too bad. It was actually a lot better when I lived overseas. I think for me, when I'm in a country and because people don't speak, you know, any English, like mm-hmm. I can adapt pretty quickly and pick it up. So I, but I learned over the years, some German, some French, so pretty much the basics of a few different languages. Um, I, even while I was at university here in Australia, um, a lot of the people that come through uh, from Papua New Guinea. So I learned some pidgin and then we have a lot of refugees that come through Australia. So mainly from Africa um, and some of them were from like the Congo, from Kenya. So I learned how to speak Swahili a little bit. So I'm always up for learning something new and sometimes, and it's good to learn another language because sometimes, you know, people, um, you know, just like in any language, like even in English, right? People do talk about other people. So you can <laughs> so you can kind of understand, you know, if someone's talking about you, you kind of just knew what they were saying. You're like, you know, but it's really interesting how the brain functions, you know, because sometimes people would be like, oh, how long, you know, how um do you understand? Like, do you know what I'm saying? And it's hard for me to say something like, oh, I don't speak your language, but I'm actually speaking the language, literally saying to them, I don't speak your language, but it's in their language. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's a really, it's a really fun thing to, to yeah, learn different languages. Well, I guess since you've been traveling for so long, your language center is pretty flexible. 
making it so much easier for you to learn different languages. So I think that's really cool because for me, I travel a lot and I do go to places where people don't speak English and I don't speak another language fluently. But when I'm going to, when I'm going away, I always try to learn something before I go. So I have down some basics so I can at least try to say something in the language of wherever I'm going to be. And most people appreciate that. But what I have also found is yeah. if you do it kind of well, then all of a sudden there is a conversation and they're like, <laughs> you know, they're talking yes. really fast. I'm like, okay, time out, time out. <laughs> That's all I had. <laughs> but yeah, I think for me, it's more of a just trying to acclimate to a culture and be respectful of it. So that's why I really try to learn, you know, at least a few basic words so I can communicate a little bit. But I have to say that my translate apps, the bomb. <laughs> because when I, I was in <laughs> I was in Morocco and I was just bumping up I, I was in a situation where I needed to get out. <laughs> of a of a store and they had already locked the doors and that was the only way I knew to get back to where I need to go and between the two of us having this conversation they were not understanding what I'm saying they just kept saying it's closed it's closed I'm like I understand but I need to get out so finally I was like oh wait a minute you downloaded these apps so then here I I'm talking into my app and then it's coming up and I'm showing them the phone they're like oh okay so, I mean, one of the things with traveling, what people have to understand is that there's always a way to communicate. There's always a way. And if you're polite oh, yes, definitely. and you smile yeah. a lot, <laughs> then you're, you're likely to get a lot of help because as many places as I've been to where I don't speak the language, I've never had a problem. Somebody has always yeah. helped me out. And, you know, people are, people are basically good. That's, that's, that's the way I have to look at life, that people are basically good. And we just hear about the bad stuff, but overall people are basically good and they're willing to be helpful. So yes, definitely. Tell me, what are you up to now? Cause I know you have a podcast. So actually, why don't we get into that for a second and tell us what your podcast is about. <laughs> I'm so I'm actually revamping the podcast at the moment, but originally um it's still it's still all about travel. But I um I'm still trying to like maybe some of the audience might have uh, ideas on titles. But what I do is I basically I just let the person um talk. Of course I ask questions, but it's really for people to really get a um understanding that everybody has a different perception in life like doesn't matter how old you are how young you are but there's never really a wrong answer to do something and especially with travel you know there's so many people have so many different experiences good and bad but we want to expand people's minds and you know expand their horizons to say that you know there's so much stuff out there in the world that you know you can you can try it all if you really want to yes. <laughs> it's totally up to you like yeah so um and that's yeah that's pretty much what the podcast is and then I have another one which is um that is going to be starting soon but that's called representation matters and it's all just about um you know people in the community what they're up to regardless of 
you know, where they're from, their language, and, you know, really uh, sharing what they're about and what they're doing in the community. So, yes, that's what that's both um, about. Well, that sounds great. So as we're on the subject, why don't you give us the name of your podcast so that when they're done listening to this, they're going to be like, wow, I want to hear more. And they can go listen to yours. <laughs> I guess, sorry, about um, uh, what it's about or what? No, no, just what is the name of it so that they can go look for it? Oh, sorry. Um, at the moment, it's called Francis Helena Travels. And so we just have different guests. And we had one girl on and she travels by boat. She literally been sailing by boat for a couple of years now. So around the Caribbean. So that was pretty cool. She's actually from Canada. And then we've just had um, another episode recently. Well, I actually have to put it up <laughs> recently. <laughs> but he, the man is... Uh, He's originally from England, but he's actually living in Thailand. He's been there about 30 years now. So, and that was, he was just sharing about his life there and how he ended up there. So, yes. And hopefully you'll be the next guest. Well, I'm hoping. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) So when we were talking before, you told me that you just started a brand new fashion line. So let me ask you, what inspired you? to start the line and then tell us a little bit about it and where where we can find your clothes and that type of thing. Oh, cool. So um, it's called Beautifully Diverse Fashion. And it's called that because I based it off my travel experiences to say that beauty comes in all shapes and sizes, regardless of color, regardless of religion. And, you know, when we did New York Fashion Week in, um, uh, back in February this year. So we've literally only been doing this for about a year. Um, and so all the people we had, they were all from different backgrounds. We had people flying from Canada. Um, the lady, I think her husband and her kids, they were of Filipino heritage. We had a lady who used to study with me here in Australia. She flew from Ghana. We had someone from Ohio, Maryland, Wisconsin, and all these people all from like, you know, they're Latino, they're um, you know, they're African-American, they're Jamaican, um, you know, whatever, like everybody was just from, you know, all different communities, um, LGBTQ. And so it was really a way to just um, get people together. So I actually do a lot of networking through Facebook and Instagram. So I had met uh, some people before and then just, you know, some people through books, I've written some books. And so just basically networked around and then some people, even some agencies, you know, they gave us some of their photographers. Um, and one of the photographers, he just turned 64. Um, and then the other one was inspired to be a photographer because a friend of his had passed away. He was a truck driver. But, you know, we have everybody from all different backgrounds, from domestic violence, people are divorced, some college students, they just, some of them just graduated. And it's really just to bring people together, people who have never met. So none of them have never met each other at all. Um, But we had been talking for the last couple of months. And so when they just met each other for the first time, it was like we kind of knew each other, like, for years or something. But it was like the first time we all met. But it's really 
a community that's about bringing people together, regardless of race, age, and religion, and to really say that we as a community can still work together, you know, without being divided and all this. Because I see so many things, you know, things like uh, Asian hate or, mm-hmm. you know, people, you know, uh, hate crimes, all that sort of stuff, you know, and it's just like, why do we, you know, we're trying to move forward as a society. Why are we, why are we going backwards? So that's how we... Um, ended up creating this. And then we are also a sustainability brand. So we recycle um, a lot of um, the clothes that we have. So some of it is, it's all been previously worn by people, but obviously, you know, we wash it and everything and then we take it apart and then we make some things and yeah. And so I've even um, made some shoes as well. So I have a shoe manufacturer, so I design it. and they're based in the Philippines, so they actually just um, brought some shoes over. And so, um, yeah, that's pretty much what we do. We also have, I think, bags and uh, headbands and things like that. Yeah. That sounds pretty exciting. Yeah. So how does a brand new line get to go to New York Fashion Week? How did you pull that off? Oh, yes. Yeah. I didn't know how we're going to pull it off, but we pulled all this off. I didn't even know what was going on. I even lost my house in the process, actually. The um, While I was in New York, I actually got kicked out of my house in Australia. Oh, my goodness. Um, and so, yeah, so we, but we managed to do that. And then after that, we, a couple of weeks later, we ended up in um, Philadelphia for Black History Month. So that was exciting. So it was really to showcase, um, you know, the music, the history of black culture. And, you know, I love music. So my dad, my dad's an Australian. So music for us was not really about, you know, where it was from. It was about sound. And, you know, if you like it, then, you know, listen to it. So that was pretty much it. My dad played from everything from Beethoven to the Bee Gees to, you know, Lionel Richie, you know, Aretha Franklin, all this, you know, different kinds of music. So that was also, I guess, part of the, um, how this also shaped um, the brand that we've created. Yeah. So it sounds like your dad has played a really huge part in molding not only your um, wanderlust, <laughs> but also the fashion line and and the music that you listen to because he was so open-minded, which is such an amazing thing to have as our parents who are open-minded and um, teach your children about diversity so that you can really embrace the differences and the similarities for different um, cultures. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, with my mom, because she only grew up uh, mainly in the Philippines. So for her, it was so, you know, so different having to travel, you know, all around the world and everything. So that really opened her mind. But my mom is a great cook. So I kind of fell in love with like her cooking and everything. I mean, she's just great cook anyway. But, you know, I'd always had this thing about food. So I was fascinated about learning how to cook different kinds of food and just trying food. I love to eat anyway. So, you know, <laughs> but it was just that sort of thing, you know, just love food. So, yeah. And my mom was always like, you have to learn to cook. And I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> So do you, th- yeah. do you consider yourself a good cook right now? <laughs> uh, 
I'm not sure, bad, but I know my mom is like a better cook. But I mean, I can actually, I do feel proud though. I think it was one Christmas I was like, oh my God, it's like mommy's food. But you know, my mom, <laughs> she's like, mm, are you sure? It's missing something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so are your parents still in Australia as well? Right oh, now? yes, so they both um yeah, they both live in Australia. So yeah, they're here. Um they don't live in the city where I am, but they both live in um different cities, but we're still all in the same state. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah, because I I remember uh when I was going to Australia, I was like, Oh, yeah, I wanna go here and I wanna go there and this and that and it's like, wait a minute. Australia is a continent and it's huge <laughs> you know so when yes. I went I only I only ended up um staying on the side with Sydney and so I went up and down that coast a little bit but there's just so much more there's you know I didn't get to go into the middle I didn't get to go to the other side so I'm gonna have to come back to Australia so I can actually see more of it <laughs> Because yes, I mean, definitely come over. <laughs> yeah, well, see, now I know somebody. I'm going to come visit. Uh, <laughs> but it, I mean, it is one of those things, though, that sometimes when you're thinking about traveling, you don't really realize how big a place is until, you know, because a lot of people who I know come to the States and they're like, oh, so you're in California, so we can just go over to you know, Ohio and this and that, because I know some people over there, it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a big place. Yeah. But when you're not, when you're not used to it, you, you don't yeah, realize, because you look that, at it yeah. on the map, right? And it's like, oh, it's not that far. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that is something. So yes, what I should tell the audience, it takes two days to get to, um to get to Australia from the States. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a long <laughs> trip. <laughs> So what part of Australia are you in? Um, so I'm in a state called Queensland. It's that funny little, if you, if everybody has their map, you can just see that funny little squiggly pointy state. That's us. Mm, <laughs> and okay. then I'm in a city called Brisbane. Yeah. Okay. See, and I didn't get to go there because it's like not close to Sydney. <laughs> so um, what? Oh, so we did talk about your clothes. Now I'm kind of jumping back. Where can people um, see your clothing line? Is there somewhere they can purchase your clothing line? Are you online? We are on. So we're on Facebook and Instagram. And then I'm just working on Pinterest. So at the moment, everything we do is basically... Um, custom made so it's all kind of like one-off but we do we have been doing a lot of shows like in the states i think we'll be um going to europe in september and we're actually coming back to the states in september as well um and so a lot of the times people just if they come to the show because they do have um tickets for like the public as well so you know people can come to the show and they can have a look but on instagram and on facebook it's just called um beautifully diverse fashion so and they'll be okay. able to find us there okay so you guys it's beautifully diverse fashion so check it out and see if there's anything on there that you like <laughs> <laughs> So is there anything else that you would like the audience to know um, about travel, about, about anything? What, what would you like to leave them with? 
that's a good question, actually. <laughs> um, I guess when people travel, you know, you you shouldn't be afraid of trying of going somewhere new. Because I always get questions like, "Oh, how do you manage to to go here? Like, do you have like lots of money? Do you have to?" To be fair, to be really honest. I don't have lots of money at all. <laughs> There's nothing there. You just, just go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you just, you know, I mean, if you, you know, I, I've met some people who they haven't been back to their country since they were, I don't know, 18 or 21. And they've just been going around the place. Cause you, you know, nowadays it's so different, you know, compared to um, how it was when we were growing up, you know, now it's all digital. You can literally type into Facebook or Instagram, you know, uh, you know, Facebook groups of uh, backpacking or traveling or whatever it may be, you know, now they have like, like some friends of ours, um, they were from France and they have, they haven't been back to France in about five years, but they've just been going all around the planet and they were, um, how did I meet them? They were concierge, you know, the bellboys. So I met them at the, at the hotel cause I was working in the hotel, but yeah, definitely go see what's out there. And, you know, it's all it's all about um, meeting new people and really, you know, expanding your network and trying new food. So it's um, it, and it's a really great thing to do, you know, especially while you're young. If you're a teenager, go go out there, go have a look and see what's out there. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. The world is such a huge place, but yet it's so small because of technology is just is bringing us all together because look at us now i'm here in the states you're in um australia but we're able to connect so that's the great thing about technology but nothing actually beats in person and actually being yeah. able to experience yeah. a place and experience people so yeah it's um travel i don't know i think travels in my blood too because i've been traveling since what maybe i was 3 Oh but, wow! Yeah, because my parents used to like to travel, and they they would bring me in tow. But now, you know, I have my own travel bug, and I go all over the place. And I do a lot of, I do a lot of solo travel, and I'm also a travel business owner, so I can book other people's travel and make their travel dreams come true too. So that is, that's part of. That's just, that's just a part of me. Travel is just a part of me. And then, you know, as the name implies, so is transformation because I'm also, I'm also a life coach. So I'd like to be able to combine the two travel and, you know, just having people go places and just get a different perspective. Because even if you're sitting in a room, if you get up and you go sit in a different chair, you get a different perspective of that room. And I think that's what, yeah. that's what traveling does for people is it gives them a different perspective because they, they come from a place, you have those lenses on and then you can go somewhere else and take the glasses off and change the lens and everything's different. And you can just explore a new area with curiosity. Yes, definitely. And it sounds like that's something that you have really embraced. So I, I, I really, um, I applaud you for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just, um, I didn't know. I feel for me, I, 
I think as I've grown, you know, I'm sort of like, if I've already accomplished what I had to do to come to this city, then I'm ready to like move again because I've already done it and try pick another goal. Like I like to challenge myself. So that's why I kind of like, I enjoy moving and I don't have like kids or anything. So I'm just, I'm just happy to go around, <laughs> around the planet. That's cool. So, um, well, I'm, well, I can't assume. I'm just going to go ahead and ask. Do you do a lot of your travel solo or do you travel with friends or in groups or how does that usually work for you? Oh, so for me, I think up until I was about 16, um, I, I was traveling with family. And then since then, I've just traveled by myself. Sometimes I'll travel with friends. Like if I go in student exchanges, I become friends with some of the people that are there. And then I think we went to... Where we go? We went to Germany. We did a three-week student exchange, and then I met some people from all over the world, and then we ended up traveling together to different parts of Europe, and then, yeah, I went to see relatives in England. So I've always kind of been like a, um, a solo traveler, traveler. But um, I recently – well, it's actually been a year now. We've actually been dating for about a year, so I'm hoping this person will come and – travel with me as well so they they they're from the u.s so they they i think they've been to south africa and i think jamaica so that's where their family's from so i'm hoping they'll come come with me and travel everywhere and now you know with traveling you can even make money off it like as a digital nomad and things like that so that's what we're that's what we're working on so okay well you're gonna have to keep me abreast of uh what's coming up for you uh as you transition into your digital nomad life and you know just let us know how the fashion line is going and all that so I really appreciate you coming on tonight and yeah I hope to talk to you again soon thank you thanks everyone for listening <laughs> all right see you later Bye.